Monday, May 17th, Spencer Speaks Spurs hosted by Spencer Swoboda. Don't know what happened there. Um, just went with it. Anyway, uh, NHL playoffs, they started this past weekend, and holy crap, that was electric, those first four games. You had first three went into overtime, so you had the Bruins and Capitals, Caps went in OT, Islanders, Penguins, Isles went in OT, Wild Golden Knights, the Wild went in OT, and then you have the Lightning beating the Panthers 5-4, and that game was the best out of all of them to finish up the weekend. Just, I mean, like like I said, like other than Bruins Capitals, that was the series I was most interested in the first round, and boy, did it deliver. It's going to be like that every single I, – I think we're going to have some like, well, high scoring being like three or four goals every single game because that's just how good the, those players are. And, and yeah, it, it showed – it was the 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 atmosphere. I think it's BB&T Arena for the, for the Florida Panthers. The arena there was, was going crazy after each goal, uh, a true playoff environment. And, yeah, just the next – I don't know how many how many games the next three, four, five, six games in that series are going to be are going to be unbelievable. Um, but yeah, Lightning Lightning took advantage. They stole a game on the road, and now they're up one nothing. The, the defending Stanley Cup champions are, and to I guess yeah, obviously I'm disappointed the Bruins lost to the Capitals, but that's a good sign for the rest of the series. Ideally, you know, tonight hopefully or, or Monday night they win. Uh, and 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 get even uh, before going back to Boston. So the pressure's uh, not as high to win both games, but obviously you still want to win any game you can in a, in a playoff series. But uh, but yeah, I think promising signs because Jake DeBrusque, uh, who kind of struggled for the Bruins in his, I think it's like only his second or third year with the team, but he uh, only had like five goals this season. He he had he had a playoff goal. In 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 game one against the Capitals, so that was good to see. You have Taylor Hall making an impact on the second line, and of course the perfection line with Brad Marchand, Patrice Bergeron, and David Pasternak. Uh, so I'm I'm still I'm still confident that just even after this first game, the Bruins will be able to turn this around and 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 eventually win this series just based on what I saw and. I think the other Eastern matchup there with the Penguins and the Islanders, I, you know, I, I picked the Penguins. If I was doing my honest analysis here, um, I had picked the Penguins to actually make the Stanley cup finals, but the way the the Islanders are playing and, and the way that they've improved over the years, um, especially with Barry Trotz coming in as the manager or, or head coach, uh, I mean, I, I'm not going to be surprised whatsoever if the Islanders win this series. Obviously, I expect the Penguins to to be the favorite, but um, th- yeah, the the way the East was, it was so competitive. Like all four teams were within six points of each other, so that's three wins pretty much worth the points. Uh, yeah, so so it's I, I expect this both of those series to be very competitive uh, throughout. And then, um, yeah, it should be interesting to see what the, what happens with the Golden Knights because they had the Wild get another game in Vegas. Now they're up 2-0 going back to Minnesota. They they could potentially sweep. I doubt it because I think Vegas' offense is going to show up. They're not going to um, be shut out again. But, uh, 
I, I yeah, it's it'll be it'll be real interesting to see how the second game goes. Um, I think there's the, the way the power play is for the Golden Knights, their 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 defense is solid. So if they could have the offense to supplement that good defense, then they should they should be winning this this first round series against Minnesota. But who knows? Playoff hockey is crazy. That's why it's one of the best playoffs in the in, in the entire sports world. Um, so yeah, so that's something to look forward to. But Bruins Capitals back tonight, Monday night. Uh, so hopefully they can they can even the series at one one. Boston can. It's getting towards the end of the season for all these European leagues, and I was definitely disappointed that Barcelona. Uh, I think they lost to uh, Celta, Celta Viga this weekend, who's like eighth place in La Liga. Barcelona probably should have won that match, but anyway, because of the loss, that absolutely guaranteed them that they were not going to win La Liga this year. It looks like Atletico Madrid may win. Uh, Real Madrid is only two points behind. So, say Atletico loses and Real Madrid wins, then Real Madrid would win the uh, well win La Liga. So, so that would be very competitive. But yeah, very disappointed that Barcelona is going to get third place. Still, will get the Champions League spot and all that. So nothing to worry there. But uh, I think the standard for for that club is to obviously win every year. Um, but yeah, it, that's I was I was yeah pleasantly surprised. I guess that Atletico Madrid was that good. But um, the good thing with that is it just makes La Liga a little bit more competitive. It's not just Real Madrid and Barcelona. You still have Atletico. Um, being competitive there um but the specifically i wanted to talk about uh, chelsea and i guess the english Premier league because this was a very um interesting uh event that happened or uh or yeah event in a game that happened to keep liverpool alive in the Premier league standings and the and in the um in contention for the top four spots to get into the champions league group stages next year but uh, I'll just, um, I guess I'll start with the FA Cup, and that's basically uh, uh, the English uh, soccer club tournament to, yeah, to, to determine the, the English football champion. And it's, it's amongst, it starts out amongst teams who are in like the sixth, seventh, eighth divisions, and then it keeps getting narrowed down, and you may have these miracle runs by certain teams. But eventually, you'll, it'll probably be narrowed down to the Premier League teams uh, for the semifinals and finals. And that's what it was. It was Chelsea versus Leicester City. And I was kind of surprised that Leicester City won this. It was one nothing. Uh, Chelsea loses. Uh, but, I mean, looking at the Premier League standings, Leicester City is better than Chelsea this year by a couple points. So I guess not too shocking, but, I, I you know, it just kind of proves to you that Leicester City is not just like a one-time deal, how they won the Champions League a few years ago, and then they, or what, five years ago at this point, I think, they, they win that and then they just fall off a cliff. No, they have they are a legit team, especially with Vardy there and, and players like that. So, um, so, yeah, so Leicester City is still competitive, top three in the Premier League. And... So they, so they win that Chelsea loses and now Chelsea <laughs> is not in, even in the clear of getting into the top four for the Premier League this season because Liverpool, who's currently in fifth place, they played. Oh, hold on. Let me check the to make sure they the team they were playing here. If I can find it. 
Maybe not. West Brom was it? West Brom? Who the heck did they play? I think I think they played. I think they play West Brom. If I'm not mistaken, I can't find it. Why can't? Okay, there we go. Okay, so that's yeah. So Liverpool was playing West Brom, and West Brom is going to get relegated into back into um, the second division of European soccer. But these two teams were tied one-one with like the 94 minute. We were hitting the end of stoppage time to where they add like an extra three or four minutes onto the 90 that was played, and Liverpool last chance on a corner kick. And they bring up their goalie, um, Allison, to to just have the extra man to try to get something to win this match and and keep their chances or have greater chances to be alive to get into the top four of the Premier League. So the kick is made, and then Allison makes a run at the ball and heads it in. So you have a goalie goal to save the Premier League chances for Liverpool. Um, not the Premier League, the, the Champions League. Um, uh, opportunity for Liverpool and right now in the English Premier League standings Liverpool sitting one point behind Chelsea and you have two games to go in the season so Man City they've already clinched the the Premier League win at 83 points you got Man United seems like they're yeah they, they've they've got a spot in the top four Leicester City 66 points so a, a small chance that they could be out of the top four but I I kind of doubt it. But then you have, like I said, Chelsea's at 64, and then Liverpool is at 63. They would have been at 61 with the draw. So now they're only one point behind Chelsea. So could you imagine if and, and here's here's the other thing too? Chelsea is playing Man City in the Champions League final for this year, I think in this Saturday or next Saturday. Or yeah, yeah, something like that. So pretty close. I think it's two weeks from now. Uh, but anyway, uh, so Ch- Chelsea is playing Man City. So imagine if Chelsea loses the FA Cup, which they already did, then they go and get, uh, get out of the top four because Liverpool has this miraculous goalie goal in the in the um, what is it the third um, to last game of the year, and then that propels them to get into the top four. And then they lose in the Champions League and therefore don't get an automatic qualifying spot into next year's group stage. Because if you win the Champions League, then you're automatically in uh, regardless of where your standing is in your league. So that would be the worst case scenario for Chelsea. Um, hopefully it doesn't happen. Hopefully Christian Pulisic, the the young U.S. star on Chelsea, is, is able to get um, or have some success here coming up. But yeah, Man City is going to be a tough opponent in the Champions League, and it's going to be a battle to try to hold off um, Liverpool in the last two games there. But yeah, oh yeah, they play they play Leicester City and then they play Ashton Villa. So Leicester City, that's going to be a tough one for Chelsea. That could that's a toss up, and then Liverpool, who do they play? Burnley and Crystal Palace. So. It seems like Liverpool has a good shot to win these last two games. Chelsea, not so much. So look out for that. Look out for Liverpool because of this miraculous goalie goal to get two extra points um, instead of just getting, well, getting three points instead of one uh, to, to, yeah, to just propel them up and get the Champions League spot. Uh, and then, like I said, Chelsea could just get in regardless if they win the, if they win the uh, Champions League. 
coming up here at the end of May. But yeah, it's it's going to it could be it could be absolutely tragic for for Chelsea. Okay, so we finally have another multi-time winner on the season in NASCAR, and that is Alex Bowman riding in the number 48 Chevrolet car of Hendrick Motorsports. Uh, yeah, it's got his second win of the season at Dover, known as the Monster Mile, and Hendrick Motorsports has had an unreal day. Like, they had, you had a Kyle Larson leading for a lot of this race, winning the first two stages of the race, so he got, he got a decent amount of playoff points to his standings. Uh, but he ends up losing coming in second, and that was because Alex Bowman's pit crew, I think out of every pit stop this season, it was the quickest um, yeah, of the entire season so far, which was crazy, and that's what made him come out first with out of the, um, out of the pit stops, and he was able to keep the lead um, after the restart. So that was, that was the reason why Bowman won this race. And then you had, like I said, you had Larson come in second. Then you also had the two other Hendrick drivers, Chase Elliott and William Byron, get third and fourth respectively. So whatever Hendricks did for pre-race adjustments, whatever it was uh, to make their cars ride like that, that was, I mean, worked out perfectly for them because they they swept the first four positions. Uh, so, yeah, William Byron joins Martin Truex as the only other multi-time winner on the NASCAR season. Okay, so let's talk Rome Masters. Uh, you had the men's final and women's final go on, and Rafael Nadal took out no Novak Djokovic for his 10th Rome Masters title, and that is the fourth event he now has 10 titles at. And these are no slouches of events that Rafa Nadal is winning. He has 13 at the French Open, which is a major. Then he has 12 at Barcelona, which is a, a ATP 500 event. Then he has 11 at Monte Carlo, which is a Masters event. And then he also has 10 at Rome, which is another Masters event. So the way Rafa has dominated on clay is just it's unbelievable. He, it's at any player at any surface, Rafa has been the most dominant. Like you can't like if Federer on grass is not even that good to what Rafa is on clay, or you could say Novak at Australia, or or on the hard courts in general, like it's just what Rafa is doing on clay is just unreal. I don't I don't think it will ever be done again, or at least in our lifetime. Um, yeah, just just insane. And the only other player is Roger to have ten or more titles at an event is Roger Federer. And he had 10 at Halle and 10 at, at Basel, which is, I think they're both 500 events. So still decent events, but not like the French Open or Monte Carlo or Rome like Rafa's doing. Uh, so, yeah, so impressive victory. 7-5, 1-6, was the score. And, and, that's, um, and that's good to see that, that Rafa handled Djokovic there in the final and, and won an event he was really supposed to and supposed to win and was expected to win and then on the woman's side you had i guess the how i should phrase this is watch out for the defending french open champion in iga switek because she just took out uh world i think now world number 10 carolina pliskova 6060 in the rome masters final on the wta side and now switek only 19 years old so still has 
a miles ahead of her. Um, but she's in the top 10 for the first time, and she'll be looking to obviously defend the French Open title in a couple weeks here. But yeah, she is not leaving the top 10 anytime soon. Um, I think she... I think she probably can improve a little bit more on on the hard court and, and grass surfaces too, to where she can, yeah, like I said, get get better. Um, but yeah, still a lot of years ahead of her. And I, yeah, the way like she can just—that's what she basically did all of last fall at the French Open was she just like she just kept dominating. Uh, the, the scoreboard like winning sets six oh six two six one stuff like that and and pretty much cruise to a French Open title so yeah just look out for Swiatek again she is not gonna go away easy in this year's French Open so yeah Rafa Nadal Iga Swiatek both French Open champions last year and now both Rome champions this year <laughs> I think what I'm going to do is just talk about who I think will get through the playoffs and be the seven and eight seeds for each conference in the NBA. Uh, once that's set, then I'll make my my um, my playoff predictions. But this and as you know, if you've been listening these this past couple of weeks, I have been hyping up the Washington Wizards and, and, and they should be a team that should be taken seriously. It they're going to be a tough out to, to deal with for whatever um, seed it would be Philadelphia or Brooklyn playing them in the first round. Like it's going to be very competitive still because of Russell Westbrook, Bradley Beal and the, and the rest of the team. So what I, yeah. And go figure <laughs> that the Celtics are currently the seventh seed and they're playing the eighth seed in the Washington Wizards in the play-in tournament. So what happens there is that the winner of that will be the seventh seed, and the loser has to play the winner of it would be uh, Charlotte or no, sorry, Indiana's the nine, and then it would be Charlotte. So the winner of Indiana Charlotte would play the loser of Boston and Washington, and. Yeah, so I I had I expressed my fear that it would be scary if the Celtics played the Wizards if it was for the final playing spot. I did not expect the Wizards to move up all the way to the eighth seed and and have to play the Celtics first. So it's not like worst case scenario to where the Wizards play the Celtics and eliminate the Celtics. The Celtics will still have another shot to get the into the playoff, get the eighth seed. But yeah, this is this may this may backfire on me. Um, it's gonna, I mean, it's gonna be one heck of a game. That's for sure. But, uh, yeah, this is, this is a little scary now as a Celtics fan, um, seeing the, the team I've been hyping up for the last three weeks. <laughs> um, yeah, this may not work out well, but anyway, looking at the, 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 the playoff bracket here. Um, so yeah, I'll go over the, just the playing tournament again. So you have, the one through six seeds in each conference locked in. So they are in the playoffs. And then you have four teams in each conference fighting for the last two spots to get into the playoffs in what's called the play-in tournament. So like I said, I'll use the Eastern, the Eastern Conference as an example and make my predictions right after. So the Boston Celtics are currently the seventh seed. They're playing the eight seed Washington Wizards. Say the Celtics win, they'll get the seventh seed and Washington plays the winner of nine seed Indiana or 10 seed Charlotte. 
And the winner of that game between the loser of the 7-8 and the winner of the 10-9 becomes the 8th seed and will play Philadelphia. So with that being said, I think if it's between Indiana and Charlotte, the 9-10, I like Charlotte here, even though they have to go on the road and play the Pacers. I think uh, I think in the one-game sample, the the Hornets have enough talent, young talent, to be able to to put up a, a, a decent number and beat the Pacers there with the help of, oh my gosh, you got Miles Bridges, Lamelo Ball. Uh, I think well, PJ Washington's in there too. Uh, more veteran players like Rozier and Gordon Hayward. So I just think, yeah, I think they get past Indiana there. I'm going to say the Boston Celtics over the Washington Wizards, even though I've hyped up the Wizards a lot. I'm going to go with Boston, taking the seventh seed and going and having to play Brooklyn in the first round. And then with Washington playing Charlotte, give me the Wizards, and they'll be the eighth seed playing Philadelphia. Now, I don't want to bring up this scenario, but I think, I mean, I'm just going to kind of like, um, you know, kind of just express what, I, what I'm thinking here. So if the Celtics win right away, they, they beat Washington on Tuesday night, they, they go and play Brooklyn. Now, Brooklyn has all the big three back in Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Kyrie Irving. They're all healthy, all in the lineup now, ready for the playoffs. I think, and, and based on the way Philadelphia closed the season, as a Celtics fan, I... I mean, and and this is this is why this is confusing because you don't want to risk anything and and not be in the playoff, be out of the playoffs entirely. But if the Celtics lose to Washington and then they beat either Indiana or Charlotte and go into the eight seed spot, they play. I think a Philadelphia team, which is I, I see being worse than Brooklyn, even though I did predict Philadelphia would win the East. Um, regardless of the big three but um but i think the celtics have a better shot to beat philadelphia than they, than they do brooklyn and say they do pull the upset of the eight over the one seed they play the winner of the knicks and the hawks which i would much rather have than the winner of milwaukee which has Giannis onto the kumpo or the Miami Heat, who was absolutely surging at the end of the season and could very well beat Milwaukee again like they did in the last postseason when they were in the bubble. But I think it's a little bit tougher now. So looking at that situation and kind of forecasting the future, being able to avoid a team like, well, first of all, you got to beat Philly and get the eighth seed and all that. But to avoid Brooklyn or Milwaukee or like even Miami, I guess, until the the Eastern Conference Finals would be ideal. But like I said, Celtics still have to get into the playoffs regardless. So however they do it, that's that's fine with me. Um, but yeah, I think if if the, the Celtics had to control their destiny, I think they would rather be in the eight spot versus the seven, uh, play Philly instead of playing Brooklyn. But like I said, it's just any any way they get in the playoffs is, is fine with me. Um, so, so that those are my predictions there. I got Boston as the seven, I'll say, and then Washington as the eight. That's that's what I would like to see. Um, well, that's what that's what I predict. I would love to see the Celtics somehow get the eighth seed, but like I said, I don't I don't want to risk that. 
or, or risk um, the Celtics having to <laughs> get eliminated, get eliminated from the playoffs that way or whatever. So on the, on the Western conference side, this is going to be one hell of a playing game because you have LeBron James, Anthony Davis and the Los Angeles Lakers who this season, obviously LeBron and Anthony Davis have struggled with injuries and all that. I think, LeBron kind of tweaked his ankle or foot uh, in, in last night's game, last the, the last regular season um, game. But anyway, they're they're playing the eight C Golden State Warriors with Steph Curry, and yeah, like in a one game sample size, if Steph Curry has himself a game, like you don't know what the heck could happen. But the Lakers say they win and get the seven seed. They're playing Phoenix in the first round, and then if you have Golden State losing, they'll be the eight seed playing Utah. So those are those would be imagine that having Steph Curry go and play one seed Utah, LeBron, and Anthony Davis playing two seed Phoenix. That would be that, that's going to be a crazy good first round. So that's how I'll kind of predict it. Um, if I had to pick the nine ten, man, I think Memphis is just a little too good uh, for San Antonio. There, I think they end up playing the loser of Lakers and Warriors, which I think, oh man, I just think LeBron will be too determined. I don't think he's going to, I don't think he's going to let Golden State win. He's going to take over the game. So I'll have the Lakers get the seventh seed and play Phoenix. Golden State loses and plays Memphis. And you got Steph versus John Morant as well. That's another, that's another nice uh, matchup there. Those two teams just played each other last night, I think, right? For to determine the eight seed. So that would be funny if they play each other again soon. Um, but yeah, give me Golden State as the eight seed. Uh, kind of anticlimactic here, how I just had the top eight seeds just getting into the playoffs. But um, that's kind of how I see it. So yeah, I got yeah Lakers being the seventh seed, Golden State being the eight seed on the West, Celtics being the seventh seed, and Washington being the eighth seed on the East, even though I would probably like the Celtics to be the eighth seed. Um, I predict that they'll probably be the seventh seed. So there we go. So that's that's what I got for the the play in predictions there. And like I said, once that gets determined at the end of uh, this week, I will predict the the, the entire uh, NBA playoffs once we got those eight teams on each side finalized. All right. So that is all i got and like i said i'll have more um stanley cup playoffs uh kind of reaction of these these next couple of games happening as long as uh, along with the the celtics because they're playing the wizards on tuesday and i'll have that kind of reaction analysis of that and and of course everything else going on so i will see you all on wednesday